Uh, what's up, people? Um, I've realized that there is entirely too much content online when it comes to like nutrition and training. Um, and even though like I try to share videos and stuff with you, uh, I realize that like trying to weed through what's nonsense and what isn't, or uh, what's for people who are more advanced or less advanced than you guys currently are. Um, I figured the easiest thing to do would just be able, while we're doing some nutrition stuff, I'll also go over some uh, very, very basic training 101 information. Uh, the idea being that A, if for whatever reason you gotta be out of the gym for a little bit, you'll be able to kind of set up your own workouts a little bit. And B, um, understanding how we structure our workouts will, will help you better attack the workout in, in the appropriate manner. Uh, and also just make it easier to to see the big picture and see the plan, which will hopefully keep you a little bit more motivated. Uh, so today what I want to talk about is how to set up a single workout. Uh, in the future, I'll go over how to set up a, a workout program. So like a multi-week progression. Um, but today we're going to talk about specifically how to set up a single workout. I'm going to go to the gym today and uh, for today's example, let's say I'm going to, it's a deadlift day. How do I structure a workout, which types of exercise do I choose, for how many reps, and uh, in what order. So, as with most things, I'm giving a generalized answer, um, but this is what we do for you. Um, there are other ways to arrange workouts, and honestly, there's a logical way to explain almost every possible combination of these things, but this is uh, how I would structure a workout for people uh, with basic goals, right? Uh, to get stronger, uh, to get a little more muscular, to burn some fat, uh, to have a little bit better uh, cardio, you know, health-wise, right? So basically just people who want to be fit. Uh, they don't want to run marathons. They don't want to do powerlifting competitions or go to the Olympics. They just want to be fitter, happier, healthier, a little stronger too, because that's fun. So uh, when we do our workouts, if you haven't noticed, there's a pretty basic structure. Uh, and the way that works is we start with speed work or, or explosive movements. We follow that up with strength work, or like heavy stuff. Uh, then we'll usually do some type of accessory program, um, a hypertrophy part of the workout, which basically means muscle building, which literally means muscle building, uh, and then some type of conditioning or cardio, if you will. And so... Uh, I'll explain why we do those things and what each of those things are. So explosive movements are uh, anything where you're moving very, very fast, maximally fast, which by nature means it has to be light. Uh, you're not going to move relatively heavy objects, meaning heavy for you things, very quickly, right? And so uh, on deadlift day, an explosive that could be jumps or like the kneeling jumps that we do. It could be, you know, very light Olympic lifts, it could be uh, keg tosses or throws, um, basically a movement that's kind of the same muscle pattern as a deadlift, um, the same movement pattern as a deadlift, but very fast. It, it, realistically too, it could be very light deadlifts that you do for speed. Um, and a really important thing when we're training for explosive speed, we never want to do a whole lot of reps in a single set. Usually, for me, I don't like to see any more than three um, because 
the more reps you do, the more tired you get. Uh, and if you're tired, you're no longer moving maximally fast. You're not moving explosively. And therefore, we're no longer uh, training in the way that that part of the workout was designed, right? If we're not jumping fast, if we're not being explosive, then it's a different part of the workout. So, you know, if, if we're ever doing a whole bunch of jumps, that's that's something else, right? So usually we want to keep this in sets of under three, uh, but you could do a lot of um, a lot of sets. So you could do nine sets of three every minute on the minute. That's something that I like to do a lot. Uh, and the reason we do this one first is because it, while it doesn't affect much of the other workouts, so for example, if you do nine sets of three jumps, it's not really going to affect your heavy deadlift, uh, but it is heavily affected by other movements. So if you do a max three rep deadlift and then try to jump, you are not going to be able to get the, the same effect because again, you're tired, so you won't be able to move maxly fast. So for that reason, we do it first. Uh, and for some people, you get the added benefit of uh, by doing that explosive movement, you kind of have to recruit or turn on all of your muscle fibers at once. Uh, and for a lot of people, that, that kind of it potentiates or like wakes up the muscle uh, and can actually put more weight on the bar when you're doing your max deadlifts. Uh, after that, we do our strength work. So like I said, this is deadlift day, but strength work is, is usually one of the big four for us. Um, you know, bench, deadlift, squat, overhead press, uh, a big compound movement. Uh, compound movement just means it, it involves more than one joint. You know, so when you're deadlifting, you're moving your whole body really, but you know, ankles, knees, hips, uh, as opposed to say like a tricep pushdown where we're only moving, the only joint that's really mobile is at the elbow. Um, and with strength work, we want to keep the reps usually under five, right? And there's exceptions, but for the most part, we want to keep everything between one and five repetitions. And the reason for that being is that's the range that will most benefit you for strength. Um, As far as sets go, uh, we, we can do a fair bit. You know, we could do five sets of five or six sets of three, eight sets of five even sometimes. Um, but again, once we start seeing the weight go down, because the point of the strength portion is to lift heavy weights, right? And that's how we get strong. So if you have to start dropping the weight down, and this is working sets, right? It's not your warm-up sets. Uh, but once you have to start dropping the weight down, you might as well just stop because we're no longer training for strength. Um, after that, I like to do some type of what I call an accessory movement. Uh, what an accessory movement just means is we take whatever the main lift is for the day, so today it's deadlifts, and we pick a movement that will help us get better at the deadlift. Uh, a lot of times that could just mean dropping the weight down and doing more reps. Um, so going with a very light deadlift and doing sets of 10. Uh, sometimes that means working on sticking points. So like if you have a hard time uh, getting stuck at the knees, maybe that means we do pause deadlift just below the knees or we do deadlifts off the boxes, right? Um, other times it can address very specific issues. So if, you know, for example, you have trouble, you have weak 
uh, quadriceps and you're having trouble with that and that's maybe your weakness in the deadlift probably not but if it is maybe we'll do something like trap bar or farmers or if you need grip work you know maybe this is where we'll do very specific grip work uh, it all really depends um, but after that then we're going to move into what's called hypertrophy work right and the hypertrophy is your bodybuilding it's the exercises that build muscle and when it comes down to this you usually want to be generally Anywhere from the five, more more like eight to say 20, 25 repetition range. Uh, 25 being on the very high end. Usually eight to 15 is a good number. So this is where you see a lot of the three sets of 10 to 12, four sets of 10 to 12 stuff. And this is where you can start to incorporate more of the single joint movements. Tricep pushdowns or on deadlift day, things like glute bridges, um, stiff leg deadlifts, um, you know, Nordic hamstring curl, stuff like that. And the whole point of this is to build muscle. Now, the reason we don't want to do this before the main lift, so the deadlift for today, is that uh, when if you were to do this before the deadlift, it would severely affect the amount of weight that you want, that you could deadlift. And again, when we're training for strength, we want the weight to be as heavy as possible. When we're training for hypertrophy, we don't really care about how heavy the weight is. We care about how difficult the weight is, um, how many repetitions we do, uh, how good we can keep our form or technique. Uh, and so if we do the deadlifts, and that means that we use a little bit of a lighter weight on a hamstring curl, then that's perfectly fine. Some might even say it's a good thing because you can get the benefit of muscle growth from using a lighter weight. Let's say normally you do RDLs with 30 pound dumbbells if you're completely fresh. But after doing heavy deadlifts, you're tired and it feels just as difficult to do the RDLs with 20 rep deadlifts. You may lose a tiny bit of the hamstring, the muscle building factor uh, from those RDLs, but very minimal, uh, very minimal, uh, because a lot of the benefits come from the damage from, uh, some might even say like the pump, the cellular swelling that you get from the pump or the metabolite damage you get from the pump helps build the muscle as well. So you're really not hurting yourself versus if you did it before the deadlifts, you would hurt yourself a lot. And then the last thing we'll do is conditioning, right? And conditioning is basically what you would typically see as cardio, things that, that make your heart rate go up, things that make you breathe really heavy, and whether that's like a really lightweight Metcon or running or jumping rope, we put that last. Uh, again, because you want to look at the goal, right? And so if the goal is to get your heart rate up, to get breathing heavy, to burn some extra calories and sweat, then it doesn't really matter how quickly I'm moving, right? If I do six rounds of the AMRAP instead of seven, or I run, you know, three quarters of a mile in eight minutes instead of a whole mile in eight minutes, it really doesn't matter so long as my heart rate is elevated at the same level for that period of time, which probably means I'm burning the same amount of calories. And again, arguably, it's, it's, you're getting more bang for your buck. Now, vice versa, if we were to do that before the um, hypertrophy work, if we're super tired and maybe our legs are a little bit sore from jumping rope and we're trying to do hamstring curls, well, the weight will get even lower, which, you know, again, it doesn't matter too much, but it matters a little bit. We may be able to do less repetitions because we're tired. And now that's another factor of growth that we're taking away. And 
because we're so we're so tired, it also might make our form suffer a little bit, which is another really big factor. So we're losing a whole lot to not gain much. Um, now, if you're getting ready for um, like that big stair climb uh, fundraiser or a run or a Tough Mudder where endurance is really important, maybe we do prioritize that and put that earlier in the workout. Um, but again, this is for just getting fit, losing a little weight, gaining muscle. We usually want to put that at the very end. Um, a couple of exceptions to this you'll see is, um, and we'll talk later about peak weeks um, and you know the end of a training cycle, but when we go for maximal weights, like one rep maxes and stuff, a lot of times I'll completely cut out the accessory work. Um, one, because you're very tired. You're doing an, an absolute all-out max. It's difficult on the body, so there's not a whole lot of need. And two, um, and this will come more into the whole overall training program, but usually by time we're working up to a one rep max, we've been doing a lot of work in the previous weeks, and so you're pretty tired. Um, so, you know, sometimes not only will I take away the accessory movement, but I'll also combine the hypertrophy movements and the cardio into one thing, and that could be a circuit or a Metcon that's maybe more movements of heavier weights. So you're doing kind of sets of 10 to 12 still because you have to break them up because it's so heavy, but you're doing them maybe a little bit faster so your heart rate is staying elevated the whole time. This would be a really good time to do supersets um, because let's say you're doing push-ups. I know it's not push-up uh, bench day or whatever, but if you're doing push-ups and you do as many push-ups as you can until your muscles give out, right? your chest muscles can't push anymore, maybe your lungs aren't totally taxed yet, but you're, you can't do anymore because you're not strong enough. So then you can switch to ring rows or pull-ups and you're go until your back muscles are too tired to go on and go back and forth like that. And that helps raise your heart rate, get more work done in a lower amount of time and burn more calories while still getting that, that hypertrophy effect because you know, you're able to use relatively heavy weights and tax the muscles as well. Uh, and that's basically it. That's, that's a good general structure for almost anybody to do a workout. It's no 56s or, or whatever crazy, crazy Metcon Ange came up with. It's just good, very straightforward, simple stuff. And you can punch in any kind of workouts if you understand uh, that template. Uh, so if anybody has questions uh, about how we structure workouts or if you see me do something different than this on a day and you want to know why, uh, just ask and I will let you know.